0: Hey everyone, I'm Jonathan Grzybowski and this is a Blind Entrepreneurship Bonus episode brought to you by Penji, a podcast that helps entrepreneurs and business professionals execute their vision to profitability. This week's episode, where it's coming from a community conversations that features Nitu Agarai, a senior pro trainer of the nonprofit Playworks. And in an interview, Nitu talks about how playing outside is linked to emotional wellness in children, how she creates engaging workshops for children, and how she handles working with a generation obsessed with technology. Now, Playing outside goes well beyond just children. It also goes within ourselves, too. So today, I'd love for you to just, after listening to the episode, or maybe you're even doing something outside while listening to this episode, um, have fun. Go outside. Get out the house. Put down the phone. Or at least in your pocket. And listen to the show. As always, reach out at any time. Head over to tbeshow.com and drop a comment on this week's episode i'd love to hear some feedback go out there and execute your vision everybody enjoy the rest of this episode
1: thanks for for joining this episode of community conversations um so nitu is the senior pro trainer of an organization called playworks uh, which is in new jersey and you also have other chapters around the country right
2: yeah we're a national nonprofit It's headquartered in Oakland California, and we're in about um, more than twenty uh states across the country
1: dope dope and what does playworks actually do what uh, what's the mission and and how the, well i don't know if you would know exactly how the organization got started um, but what's kind of like the mission behind the work that you do
2: yeah so playworks um as a nonprofit, right, we're in the game to change public education by providing safe and healthy play for elementary school students. Um, and we also partner with nonprofits and other youth serving organizations. And we really wanna inspire both adults and kids to get in the game. Um, and that could look like your traditional recess space, um, or it could look like an after school program, um, or maybe some brain breaks in the classroom that are physical. Um, And so we really just want to be able to provide that safe and healthy play for students across the country.
1: Got you. And you, as the senior pro trainer, uh, what does your job entail? Before we started, you said every day is kind of different. Sometimes you're out in the field, sometimes you're in the office. So when you are out in the field, how do you um, implement and create workshops for the, the kids?
2: Yeah, so PRO kind of stands for our um, umbrella service of professional development. So Playworks, as an organization, we have three um, levels of service. One is our AmeriCorps coaches. Um, and they are providing a year of service to the country by being that Playworks recess coach at um, elementary schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have our more consultative services. So like team up is when a school is ready to implement a lot of the strategies, um, but they need some help along the way. Uh, we have our team up opportunity so that coach is there for one full week. Um, a month for the whole school year. And then in my role, um, because we've been in the game for 20 years, um, we have lots of fun strategies and best practices to make sure that every kid feels safe and inclusive at recess and beyond. And so um, we're able to take a lot of those and bundle them into different types of workshops, depending on the needs of the school. Um, And so when I'm out in the field, I bring play to the school. Cool. To the staff, right? I like to get people yeah. to think back what it, what it was like to be that second grader or third grader at recess. What games did you like? How did it feel? Um, didn't like to play? Why was it? And so taking traditional kind of childhood games like Foursquare and Tag and making sure that everybody feels respected and included during that time.
1: Mm. have you what is like the reaction from the staff when you try to get them involved are are they really eager to get involved with the process
2: i think it's a mix right when you think about people and their experience as a kid playing like it varies yeah. right some, some kids you know yeah you know, i remember when i was young i was more of an indoor kid right, right. so i wasn't the one that was out there on the basketball court <laughs> or out there in the kickball field being the yes. first and to, to grab the ball um, and you know that child classic childhood example of dodgeball right mm-hmm. you're the kid that has the ball and you're about to throw it really hard to someone else so you're the kid that is like no don't <laughs> throw it towards me right yeah. everyone has their own experiences um, yeah. and I think in the beginning some people are skeptical um, some people are like what is this play is trivial and it's not we have other things to do and other mm-hmm. people really get into it. Um, And I think by the end of the training, right, play brings out this um, ability in people to connect without really thinking about it, right? Building Mm -hmm. bonds and rapport between individuals, just like laughing in a game or somebody Mm -hmm. says something silly or you make a mistake, but you feel comfortable because everyone else made a very similar mistake. Um, so you're all kind of laughing about it together. Um, so there is this, this really wonderful nature about how play in particular these workshops bring people closer together.
1: Mm. Can you kind of talk about the connection or any studies that you that the organization may have done on the link between like emotional and mental wellness and playing outside and, and just play all together? What type of results have you seen when it comes to that?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I've, uh, um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, there's tons of research out there about the link between play and academic outcomes or play and social-emotional development. And so, you know, Playworks is a, is an evidence-based program. So whether it was Mathematica or Stanford, um, there's been a, couple, a, a bunch of different research institutions that have been really curious about our work and what are the outcomes. And so um, I'd be happy me give you the specifics afterwards, um, but to, off the top of my head, there are lots of um, studies and surveys that where teachers and students will self-report, you know, less bullying on the playground, um, mm-hmm. increase uh, amount of school time. Right, teachers actually get back school time, um, and which is valuable because that transition from recess back into the classroom is smoother. There's less mm-hmm. argument. Um, and they're more focused in the classroom. And so being able to have those specific outputs is really exciting.
1: One of the things I can imagine that may be a hindrance from uh, children being able to successfully have recess and play outside is uh, just accessibility to technology. Um, So it's more rare now to like drive through your neighborhood and see kids playing outside, you know, during the week or uh, during the weekend. Has that been one of the things that you notice as well? Is that technology has been kind of uh, hindering that?
2: It's funny because I feel like when Fortnite came out, there was a, a like a blog post in um, Education Weekly about a principal having to spend time in her day addressing a fight between students because they argued over Fortnite. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so interactions have moved to different spaces, and yeah. and um, you know the the nature of the way humans interact has kind of changed because of the digital spheres that we're so connected to. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know you're able to connect with people that think like you, um, and kind of be in these spaces. Um, when you're purely online right and so what i love about playworks is that it brings back that human connection between people that are different right inclusion is one of our core values and that means that no matter your race gender religion ability level that every person is involved um, and has Mm -hmm. the ability to share themselves and be their best selves
1: what's kind of like your background and how did you actually get into this type of work
2: that's a great question. I, I myself did a year of AmeriCorps, but with another program, I'm from Baltimore and um, it was working with students that were um, in the probationary system. So adjudicated youth between the ages of eight and 18. And I loved every minute of it, very transformative, um, but, I, but it was just, you know, working with youth that were ages 16 um, and older and they're still um, in the sixth grade or they're not on track to graduate. um, I I thought after that year of working with AmeriCorps that there has to be a better solution out there. Um, And so when I found Playworks on the internet, like any good millennial does Mm. on (laughs) um, that it's really great to see, like you then go into school and you see this transformation of how students are giving each other high fives and congratulating each other even when somebody makes a mistake. Mm -hmm. How teachers are getting in the game alongside with their students and building um, a sense of rapport that they don't really get to do in the classroom.
1: Mm. What type of other uh, soft skills can the children obtain when working with uh, Playworks? Is it like learning how to share, learning how to play with others? Are there any like resources for them mentally, people they can talk to? What are some of the, those other soft skills and resources?
2: yeah what's really exciting is we just came out with a game guide that's available on our website um and it's specifically coded to social and emotional um skills right across six spheres so things like um self-regulation or social awareness being able to like play a dodgeball game or a kickball game that you know, brings out a competitive nature in a lot of people, but then building in systems like recycle lines and this culture of high fives and congratulations and appreciation claps um, Mm -hmm. allows people to really think about what is it that I'm doing that's contributing to this environment and how do we reward people for their effort and not necessarily the outcome.
1: Mm. Uh, Playworks has a lot of um, interesting partnerships, Uh, Disney, Target, Salesforce, New Balance, how are some of those partnerships formed and what do you really expect from the partners? How do they kind of get involved with the organization and align their missions?
2: That's a great question. I have 1% on my computer, so I'm going to just grab my charger. Okay. I don't get cut off. Hi, sorry about that. Want to avoid a snafu? Yeah, it's really exciting to have lots of different partners that are also engaged in this work. As you know, childhood obesity is becoming an epidemic in our country, and Mm -hmm. so. It's really great that it's not just us, that we have lots of different partners in this work that are excited to support physical activity and wellness for students. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether it is a company like Target or Disney or other nonprofits like an Alliance for Healthier Generation, there's a lot of important players that really wanna make sure that we are setting up the future generation for success and for them to be their best selves, both socially, emotionally, and physically.
1: What are some things that you do yourself to help bring out the best in every kid that you work with?
2: Um, well, I will say it's really great that I get to do recess for a living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so I think, you know, one of what what you go to a recess space or to um, really any, whether it's I'm doing it at work or if I'm babysitting my niece and nephew and I see other kids out there is like going up to a kid that doesn't seem to feel engaged and say, "Hi, mm. how are you? My name is Too. Um, do you want to play?"
1: Mm. Have you seen the rates of like bullying? I know you mentioned that earlier. That's one of the things that the organization wants to prevent. Uh, what are some of the ways that you're able to prevent bullying? And you know, just certain kids being isolated, which naturally happens when we're young, because we don't know any better. We isolate people based on, you know, things about them that they can't control. Um, have you seen those those numbers decline in the work that you do?
2: Yeah, what's really exciting is that principals will report back to us that they've had less office referrals due mm. to behavior because of having Playworks in their school. And so mm-hmm trivial instances that would escalate into a larger argument or conflict um don't happen as much because of the games that are available to students and also that having the adults out there whether it's the playworks coach or the other recess staff that have been trained right they're reminding the students of the rules and expectations they're also playing alongside five of the games and modeling what it's like to lose gracefully or to resolve a conflict using rock paper scissors what we call rochambeau <laughs> so i think it's what that's really exciting is you're just empowering them to to play more and also think how my interactions affect not only how I get to play, but how my peers get to play.
1: Mm. What do you enjoy most about your work? I know you said you get to do recess for a living. Is it the interactions? Is it just being able to have fun? Is it every day being different? What are some of the things you enjoy most?
2: Yeah, I mean, certainly the things that you mentioned are very key. Um, And I think it's also just knowing that no matter what I do, there is, uh, it's always an effort of having uh, a kid out there that maybe used to feel isolated is now feeling part of a community.
1: Mm, Gotcha. And how are you measuring impact in your work today? Is it the number of uh, schools that you're able to help, the number of kids that are impacted? What are some of your your KPIs?
2: Um, That... So that, yes. And then also what's really exciting is we just have have our Great Recess Framework, which we call the GRF, and it is an observational tool that has 23 specific indicators on it. Um, And uh, it's something that we can use and go to recesses and other schools and say, this is how we see if safe and healthy play is happening at recess. And mm-hmm. So being able to use that tool um, and say oh we have um, stations in which students know how to get in and out of the game and we hear and see positive reinforcement and collaboration among students and we hear and see students resolving their own conflicts, mm. seeing here adults getting in the game alongside students and modeling what it looks like to play respectfully with our peers. Um, So that's Mm -hmm. been a really exciting tool. We also like to survey um, our staff and um, our, I'm sorry, our our clients that we train and then also the principals and teachers and really get feedback from the community. What is it that you see in your schools?
1: Hmm. What is some of the the most, uh, the feedback that you get most often? Or some of the issues that the schools have most often?
2: Um, Yeah, I think, you know, like a competition that gets out of hand. Yeah. Uh, and so you know whether it's over a basketball game or four square game and the perception of losing kind of turns into uh, an issue over respect. And that usually would turn into a physical altercation um, or you know, like a, a, a verbal altercation But sure. by having play works there and the systems that we put in like a recycle line um, uh, or a coach that's constantly, you know, providing a space where students can play and then also um work with each other or have even our junior coaches right we like to have um some schools will have fourth and fifth graders act as peer leaders for their students and they're the ones that are reminding the students and their peers of the rules mm. um, and so uh, i think schools will, will come back to us and say this used to be a chaos but now it's peaceful <laughs> and students are, are engaging with each other and like they're really getting to play
1: Are all of the workshops uh, based outside or is it, do you do things inside as well?
2: Yeah, well, being in a cold weather climate for half the year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah.
2: Indoor recess is like definitely something there's just like, moments where it's too cold to go outside and then what do you do um, yeah so it's nice to put on a movie every once in a while but we know that mm. any those students have seen all those movies <laughs> already and they yeah. still want to engage in play whether they're inside or outside and so um, we really like to stress that no matter what the space is it could be a large open field it could be just blacktop it could just be a hallway it could be a classroom that's full of desks and chairs and projectors
1: um but that there is a way to do um play and physical mm-hmm. activity in those no stages. matter where you're at yeah no for sure are. Uh, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've been able to overcome throughout your journey like you said you were in americorps at one point and then you founded uh you found a playworks and you really love it there what are some of the things you had to to battle in this within the journey
2: um i probably like confidence Right? Like, it's not something that, well, maybe some people were born with it, but I certainly wasn't. Right. You know, doing these workshops, you have to facilitate to a whole host of different people. Um, So whether it's, you know, uh, classroom teachers that are veteran teachers or PE teachers that um, are really skillful in a particular area. I, I know that I've had to, you know, make sure that I come in with a confidence and a presence that really inspires adults to get in the game with kids. Um, mm-hmm. So it didn't happen on the first day, but. <laughs> <laughs> I how you did you kind of, of,
1: how did you kind of start to build that? Was it just from just basic ups and downs or just resiliency that you build over time? Or was there anything personally that you did to, to grow that?
2: Uh, I think it's the culture of the people that I work with, right? Playworks is a place where people really live that mission. So as much as we want um, our, the kids to be their best selves through play, we really want our staff to be their best selves through play. And so, I mean, I've been with the organization for almost 10 years um, and I started out in Baltimore and then did some work with a team in Chicago. And now I'm here with the wonderful folks in New York, New Jersey. And um, there's a reason why people stay, right? Mm. In my state, I, work um, I, I think it's just like the mission of what we want for our students, we really want for ourselves and, and for the world, really.
1: Yeah. What are some things that need to be present within the workplace culture for you to be uh, happy and thriving, just for you personally?
2: Oh, that's a great question. Um, It's funny because when I first stepped into a Playworks office, like a dodgeball goes flying from my coworker (laughs) to the boss and everyone was like, yeah, (laughs) and I was like, this is normal, (laughs) you know? So like when you walk into a room, there's an expectation that you, make eye contact and say hello and give someone a high five and wish them the the, the very best day. And so um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's something that is in every work culture. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely not. (laughs) You know, so just knowing that when you walk into a space that there are people that are ready to receive you and to Mm -hmm. acknowledge you.
1: Mm. What kind of advice would you give for uh, other young people who are kind of trying to figure out their way? Maybe they're not sure what they want to do. Um, maybe they didn't have any role models looking up to. Um, you kind of found your way. What, what kind of advice could you give to, to others about how to find that and build that confidence as you did?
2: Um, good job, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so like you know, whether you win or lose at a game, like you still made the effort mm. and something to celebrate. Yeah. So knowing that if you know, whether it's like on a studying for a test or going on the job market and and you're faced with rejection, right? That mm. knowing that like you you tried, you made the effort, and that was great. Take a, a couple moments to step back and reflect, and don't let that defeat you, but let that be an opportunity for you to v- review and review what strengths and weaknesses there were, and like go back mm. in and try again, right? Mm. So if I get out in Foursquare, I still was in it. Good job to try, go back in line and try again.
1: Gotcha. Love that. Love that. And how do you plan the scale for the future with Playworks uh, with your role at Playworks and just for, you know, in general? Yeah,
2: that's such a big question. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as an organization, our goal is, you know, to have um, 3.5 million kids experience safe and healthy play across the country by 2020, which is rapidly approaching Um, December 2020. So we still have some time. And, uh, and and for me, it's getting out there and training staff and talking about Playworks, like right here on this, on this um, livecast with you, and just hoping people feel inspired to get in the game, whether it's um, at a school with students or just with your colleagues, right? you like do office recess, and that's just a, a small amount of time, 15 minutes, where you're connecting with your peers, going on a wellness walk, maybe mm. actually playing a game with each other, having check-in questions before the meet of a meeting, like what did you do mm. this weekend or something a little bit m- more out-, out there. Like if, if you were an office supplies, what would you be? Or um, <laughs> you know, just like, really getting to know your coworkers on a deeper level than like yeah. what you need from them.
1: Awesome. Well, that's really good advice. Thank you for sharing the mission of Playworks and and what you do. Um, Can you let people know that are watching where they can find you, where they can find the organization? How do they get involved if they're a school? How can they set up some Playworks workshops?
2: Oh my God, that's wonderful. So if you just go to our website, playworks.org, And then you just kind of poke around. There's a Playworks in a region near you. So feel free to check out that map that we have and see where Playworks is across the country. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's a form that you can fill out that says what your interest is um, and then also you know, we're on social media. Playworks on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, <laughs>
1: and
2: then there are some free resources. We just go to Playworks. Games. I mean, all of these wonderful activities that we do our students are available for anyone to take a look.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you again, me too, for your time. Uh, we look forward to uh, staying connected with you in the future and supporting Playworks here at Penji. And hopefully our audience is able to do the same. And to everyone else watching and listening, thank you and have a great day.